This is About Men Radio. It's not about all men, just us men. Before we start the show, <laughs> yes, I want to make one thing perfectly clear. I've realized, and you said this, you've actually written about this on the blog. Mm. You and I have never gotten past high school when it comes to. <laughs> yeah. anyway, I mean, I, you know, you, I just. When you folks hear this, you will just be hearing us starting the show like this, but you don't want to know what we were just doing like five minutes before I turned on the microphones. Believe me, you don't want to know. It's just best left it's to the audio really, and not the visual. Really, really best left. To see. I mean, seriously, sometimes I really wish that we could just do a version of the show where it's like, you know, no holds barred, you know, like a total after dark. AMR after dark. A- AMR after dark. Nice. I like that. Very like nice. That. Yeah. But you go wow wow. Oh, we're a little loopy. Yeah, this a little loopy. Bit, little it's late bit, in the week. Yeah. We're recording this late in the week. Pa- Pedro, talk- Pedro's gotten hardly any sleep. I have gotten barely any sleep, and I still have to finish writing that column. <laughs> so, oh, Jesus. <laughs> I got 300 words in, and I gave up. I tapped out. <laughs> I tapped out. Up until four o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Dude, I, you have no idea how many websites I found that I never knew existed, man. You know what I really need? I need one of those programs that locks down the internet. Total like oh. All right, for those of you who don't know, this is like a conversation <laughs> we actually started last night. So to fill you in, I find the whole act of writing agonizing. I don't, I am not comfortable doing it. I can do it and I've done it, but the whole idea of doing it kind of like, it is the most... I, I don't know how to describe it. It's agonizing. That's the only word I can, I can, you know, just getting the words onto to paper. Just, yeah. Yeah. I, I think the thing is, you know, it, it's uh, almost the equivalent of getting up in front of an audience and, and freezing. And I think people tend to overthink it and yeah. they psych themselves yeah, out. Yeah. Oh, no, that's absolutely true. You know, and, and the beauty or the, not the beauty, but the approach really to take is just, just have like, you know, sort of verbal diarrhea on the yeah. keyboard. Just, 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 just typing yeah. words and yeah. like it will come to you and, you know, and, and everything is all about the re-editing and redrafting yeah, anyway. So Absolutely. And ironically, I have no trouble getting up in front of a group of people. Right. I will get yes. up in front of an audience right now. I have no problems. With right. None whatsoever. Yeah. A blank page. That's intimidating. Dude. I still want hey, to oh, oh, hey. Oh. hey, you know what I mean? Know what I mean? <laughs> nudge, nudge, wink, wink. Winks against. <laughs> we're never going to get this show no, done, people. We're, we're never going to get this show done. What we're going to talk about is our health. We are. Or lack thereof. <laughs> and not mental, mental health. <laughs> you beat me to the joke. Gosh. Gosh. You know what? I'm not going to curse this episode. Really? Have I cursed yet? No, I haven't no. cursed yet, right? I'm going to try to go through the entire episode. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to run a stopwatch here and see how- This we... is going to be the first episode of About Men Radio that does not have an explicit tag. Can we do this? 
I have uh, thrown down the gauntlet. Wow. All right. I'm going to do I'm, this. I'm going to only use words like pee pee and pee pee <laughs> then in that case. And gosh darn. <laughs> yeah. Bunghole. Bunghole is acceptable. That's, a, that's a within that's the bounds. Acceptable, okay. Yes. Okay. Bunghole. Yeah. Well, the reason why bunghole goes. Yes, exactly. Because, uh, uh, well, how recently was yours? Uh, uh, in December. December. Okay. Well, Pedro and I just have recently uh, marked certain milestones in which we are now full fledged. Adult men, because yes. we both not not together. This was not yeah, a group yeah, discount yeah, yeah. thing. Just want to make it clear. <laughs> we weren't adjoining <laughs> tables. <laughs> All right, Chris is gone. He's gone. Let, I'm going to let him get his composure. He got a visual image there that that really knocked him for a loop. I was just like there was a place I was yes, going, yeah, and I, yeah. I stopped myself yeah, because, because this is a clean this version. Is the Sesame of Street the, version. Yes, no. Right. This is the Sesame Street version oh, about of Batman Radio. Radio. Which is going to make it that much more hilarious because right. we're going to have to try to stay keep this uh, keep this clean. But yes. we, uh, I just had got my first colonoscopy last week. You had trouble saying the word. I, I did. I, I, I haven't said it yet. <laughs> no, have you noticed? No, you've been very. No, good. I've been very. And um, for for those dear listeners who have not experienced this yet, it is um, it is something. It's something. It is something. It is definitely something. You know what the worst part of it is? For those of you who don't know what a colonoscopy right, is, right? We should describe. It's basically they have a fiber optic camera that they shove up your bunghole. <laughs> And they film pretty much, it's like the journey of, you know, the River Nile. You know, you're go, going right up there all the fantastic way up. Fantastic voyage. Exactly, fantastic <laughs> voyage. I'm going right up the Hershey Highway. That's acceptable. That, that's, Hershey a, that's good. That's yep, good. That's we're, right. we're still within bounds. We're still clean, so to speak, of course. Now, that sounds horrifying, right? The idea that they're shoving a camera up your booty, acceptable. Booty, yep, right? good. Would be, you know, terrifying. Terrifying. Yeah. I mean, just saying it kind of you clench. Yeah, yeah. That's not the worst part. No, no, no. That's the, actually the easy that's part. That's the easy part because they give you that nice little knockout oh, drug. Yeah, that thing was you beautiful. You wake up refreshed. It's incredible. Profanol, whatever the heck the hell. Uh, yeah, did. something. It was okay. a Michael Jackson drug. The Michael Jackson drug. That thing was like, I woke up like I had slept like an angel. Yeah, it's amazing. It's just amazing. Very scary. When you think about it. Oh, yeah. I mean, I just, all, all I remember them saying was, oh, the, you know, I, they, they had me hooked up to the IV. And I'm pretty sure they said, oh, this might feel like it's burning, you know, when it's entering the the, the bloodstream. And like, like nothing. Like yeah. the curtain just came down. That was it. It's like soup. And then you wake up. It's like, hey, yeah. I woke up. They were wheeling me out. They actually woke me up to show me what they found. But that's a different story. Oh, okay. We'll get we'll to get that. We'll get there. The night before is the problem. Yeah. When basically you have to clean the pipes. Yes. There you go. Yep. Basically. You yep. just got to. Yeah. Everything all out, no waiting. Yeah, get this out. is express lane. It's like a fire in a movie theater. You're out. <laughs> get out. Don't look back. Yeah, yeah, and it and it operates quite like a fire hose too. Oh, yeah, you got no. Hey, I'm I'm not ashamed to admit I almost didn't make it at least twice. I mean, because the thing is, the whole principle is you you chug a lug. This entire bottle of this mixture of laxative, yeah, in with uh, like you know a Gatorade or some kind of uh, mm-hmm. you know clear based solution, uh, water, whatever, whatever, and you have to chug a lug this thing within. I think it's like I think it's like basically over the course of two hours. Yes, yeah, over the course of two hours, and then, you know you're popping laxatives in between all that, yep. and you're fasting, mm-hmm. so you are completely cleaned out. And oh my God, it yeah. is. Um, yeah. It's it's a thing. That is the worst part. Yeah, that totally. Is absolutely the worst part. If I don't ever have to do that again, I would be very happy. But now here's the thing, and here's why this is important, because I, I, I admittedly have sort of dragged my heels. The, the, the threshold is when you pass 50 or mm-hmm. when you turn 50, you're supposed to have this done sort of right. as a baseline. Right. If you come back with a clean bill of health, because the, the whole point of this is they're looking for anything that's cancerous. Right. You know, they're, they're screening you for colorectal cancer. 
And the importance of this is, is that they, you know, detection early. Early detection. Right? Early detection is really the critical thing. In fact, it was interesting. I was reading that apart from skin cancers, colo, uh, colon cancer is like the third leading cancer in this country. Wow. Uh, according I did Fed. Yeah, I was surprised at that myself. So, it, you know, and it, it ranks... Uh, you know, highly uh, in, in terms of the, the cancers. And I, I didn't, I was surprised to read that. But the, the, the critical thing is if they detect something early, then the treatment can happen earlier and they can, you know, they can take care of it. Mm. Now, in my case, they found, I think they took three polyps. Mm. Um, in fact, I need to find out what the results were. Presumably everything was okay because yeah, they, didn't, they didn't call me screaming. Yeah, they would have called. Yeah. So, That's you usually know, the way it works. Yeah. And, and in your case. They found one honking giant polyp. That was just on the cusp of going cancerous. But luckily, knock on wood, everything turned out all right. Literally, they woke me up and showed me this thing that they had excised from my bunghole. No. Yep. They woke me up to show it to Did, me. Was it on a slide or a test tube? Or? It was in a test tube. Fuck. It was oh, about, uh, it was like. <laughs> that's so much a Sesame Street. You're done. You fucking rat bastard. You fucked it up for all of us. Uh, and no, they, they actually showed it to me in a thing. It was like, I. I wanted, it was about an inch and a half. God. Why? It was like huge. The, do, oh. the doctor called people in. Like, yo, check, <laughs> check, check this out. This. Look what this guy was packing <laughs> in his... And um, I, I was like, uh, well, is that okay? And he was like, well, you know, it, it, it looks all right. We're going to biopsy and right. all that. They did a biopsy and it, 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 luckily everything turned out okay. But had that thing gotten any bigger, had I not gone for the colonoscopy... right. Lord knows what would have happened. Right. So, and, and, and thematically here, what we want to talk about today is just about men and our health. Yeah. And, and you know, let's let's have an honest conversation, mm-hmm. gentlemen. We're not really good about taking care of our health. Oh, hell no, we're not. You know, we're lousy patients. Yeah. I, I'm a lousy patient. Yeah, when am. I'm sick, I'm, I, don't, I don't even want to be in the same room with myself. Oh, please. Are you kidding me? I'm so <laughs> annoying. I'm usually annoying, but I'm even more annoying <laughs> than usual, if you can even believe this. So it's just off the charts. It's just off the charts annoying. But, you know, in terms of like regular checkups and even, you know, the, the thing is like I'm good about – I see my doctor once a year. Right. You know, and so that's all fine and good. It's it's the other 364 days of the year, the whole trying to eat right, trying to get the right exercise, yeah. trying to stay away from sugar, mm-hmm. over-caffeinating myself. I mean just for instance, like like for lunch just now, mm-hmm. I couldn't resist. There was a sandwich with like capicol, yes. fresh mutts, nice. pepperoni. I nice. was like, oh. oh. Man, you nice. know, now the doctor wants me to lose 15 pounds. Oh, nice. Yeah. yeah. So I was going to go to the salad bar, but then that sandwich was calling yeah, me. It was calling your name. Oh, man, it was so good. It really was. I mean, God, it was My great. doctor wants me to lose 25 pounds. 25 pounds? 25 pounds. So between the two of us, we got to lose 40 pounds. 40 pounds. We 40 pounds. I think we just cut our foreheads. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's this? Is that working? <laughs> as long as I can still eat the cabagol, I'm okay. That's it. Just shove it down my neck hole. <laughs> shove it down my neck hole. <laughs> You know that's a sentence. I just spit on the. I just spit on the microphone. I'm kind of overexcited there about a, about a sandwich. About the cup of coffee. <laughs> a sandwich has never excited me this much. This just in. <laughs> well, you know, one of the things I was just I was I was looking at you know what what the literature is about you know men and and, their, and our health and it was actually a phrase I saw that that I had never heard of before but that guys are more likely to take better care of their cars than they are their bodies. I can definitely see that. I, I mean, can absolutely. I can absolutely see. That. I've never, I've never heard that expression, but it does, it does yeah. sound very, very apt. I can absolutely believe it. And this is something from uh, WebMD, which I thought was, uh, was, was sort of apropos to this. As men get older, they get into this pattern of reactive care. 
They don't understand about proactive health care. They don't understand that their body, that that's their body for life, that they have to be in tune with their body and take care of it. And if they do, the quality of their life experience will be dramatically improved. When men do abusive things, when they drink too much, take drugs or overweight, then it has an impact on them. They don't realize that, quote, never happening to me changes to it will happen. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hmm, okay, well, yeah, that's kind of sobering. All right. Well, I'll give you an example. I messed up my ankle. Oh, yeah. Like three weeks ago. Yeah, I saw the bandage on it. Right, exactly. Three weeks ago. Like, it's been barking. I haven't been able to exercise. I haven't been able to do anything. Oh. Right? So, I ice it down. Take some ibuprofen. Yeah. Oh, it's not bothering me today. I don't have to go to the doctor. (laughs) Barks tonight. Ah, I got to go to the doctor. I wake up in the morning. Oh, it's not bothering me. Bingo. I got to go to the doctor. Right. I finally... Buckle down after three weeks. Now, you're talking three weeks. I twisted my ankle. There's obviously something going on there. Right. There's a bone thing happening. I don't And plus, let's be honest, I'm 50 years old. Right. Or over 50. I don't yeah. even remember how old. 52. Now. I think you're I think 52. I, yeah. Yeah, I'm 52 years old now. As much as I treat my body like a temple. <laughs> temple of doom. <laughs> right. The temple of doom. You know, sometimes the door hinges on the temple. <laughs> they need a little oiling. They need a little oiling. Well, you know. And, but true to what you just read, it's like, it's not bothering me right now. So I, you know, it's not going to happen to me. It's done. It's fixed. Well, you know, and the thing for me, I, I'm so with you there because I'm like that. Uh, it's almost like the old vaudeville or Catskill thing. You know, <laughs> yeah, doctor, yeah. doctor, it hurts when I do this. Well, yeah, don't so do this don't anymore. Do anymore. So I'm like, okay, well, if I don't do that anymore, it's it going to go away on its way on right. its own and right. I won't have to worry about it. And then it's like something about like going to the doctors for me is like this. I don't know why, but in my head, it's a big production. It's a big, like, freaking inconvenience. Really? Yeah. And it's like, it's it, partly it's the time. And then it's like, it's almost like when you bring your car into the mechanic, you know they're going to find something yeah, that needs yeah, to be yeah. repaired. Exactly. You know, and so she's going to get me up on the lift and she's going to go, oh, you know, uh, the, the schmageggin yeah, exactly. uh, is changing. And, uh, you know, you yeah. need a lube job. And, <laughs> yeah, exactly. You're kind of losing the torque there, you know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got to torque that up. Yeah. You know, so it's like, okay, I, you know, there's going to be something. Yeah. That, and while, and while they were in there, uh, I found this, too, <laughs> while I was in there. You know, an inch and a half uh, exactly. in a test tube, yeah. you know. I mean, so, you know, but the thing is, like, I think the thing that, that guys fail to do is is see their health holistically. And I, I know I do this. I compartmentalize everything. Yeah. You know, oh, so I have an achy shoulder. Well, maybe it's because of certain, maybe the way I'm sleeping yeah. or, you know. My bag was too heavy. My bag or, is too heavy. Yeah, exactly. You know, I just look at it in isolation. Right. And in a similar vein, and this is something that I've now really have just sort of given into, is the whole sleeping thing. Yeah. yeah we've talked about this, yeah. It is so vitally important. It might be even, I mean, I, certainly what you eat is important, but I'm telling you, the sleeping thing is so the foundation no, to you. so much else. I'm with you there. I don't do it enough. No, I, I mean, you, you amaze me. I mean, you go like four hours of sleep. Yeah, I've always been like this, though. That's the thing. Maybe that's why I'm falling <laughs> apart, but that's a different story. <laughs> but no, I've never really needed that much sleep. But I understand that from a logical point mm-hmm. of view, not even if, if, if you look at it as a car. Again, if you don't rest that engine, if right. you don't maintain that engine, then it's going to break gonna, down. Something's bound to go go, Period. go wrong. Story. Yeah, yeah. The the whole sleep thing it, it it helps you regulate your your weight, your stress mm-hmm. hormones. Absolutely. Obviously, just you know the restart you get mentally from it. Right. So I've gotten to the point because I'm working such late hours now, where I'll get up in the morning and I'll have breakfast with my wife, and then I'll actually take a nap. Yeah. I've I've started to embrace naps where before idea. I would be like no 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 I can't do that you know naps blah, blah, are good blah. bro naps are good yeah no naps I, I rock I would absolutely uh, I would absolutely suggest that we would that re- recommend them we would recommend them yes yeah this AMR stamp of approval there you go 
Absolutely. But do you, I mean, how many hours of, of sleep a night do you, do you average, would you say? Um, if I was conservative, I'd say six. If I was being conservative. During the week, especially if I'm, it depends on the amount of shows I'm producing. Yeah. Um, yeah, that might be four. Like last night, wow. maybe I got three last night. God. And then I'll be drinking coffee all day. Yeah, yeah. So, and then over the weekend, I'll just crash out. Right, you know right. I mean? It's like, and then you realize, uh-oh, I got to get up because the kids are getting up and, you know, then it, it becomes a vicious cycle. And you can feel, I can definitely feel it. But the worst part for me, though, is how the lack of sleep affects my exercise routine. Now, I had gotten into a real, you know, it's not like yours where you're hanging from the ceiling and all this stuff. But it was a routine that worked for me. I did my my aerobic stuff. I did my push-ups. I did my sit-ups. I did all the stuff that I like to do. And it kind of helped my mental energy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you got the endorphins going and all that stuff. You break a sweat. It feels good. I haven't been able to do that because I'm exhausted yeah. by the time I'm home because I didn't sleep the night before. Right. And then if I have a cup of coffee, I'm too jittery, but I still have to work out. And, you know, so it becomes this real snowball effect. Things start rolling downhill. And then after a while, it just becomes out of control. And then I start, we've mentioned it ad nauseum on the show, or I have, it's like, I lost 150 pounds. And now I start getting that panic vibe. Like, yeah, you know, I put on a, a bunch of the pounds I still kept off 120 of it, which right. is something I should be proud of. But that panic side of me is like, oh my God, you're going to get fucking obese again. You're going to, you know, you can't remember, you couldn't even walk up the stairs and you would breathe. You know, it's like you start getting that voice, which we've talked right, about again, right. you know, that negativity. Mm-hmm. And then you start saying, well, so why should I work out? Why should I bother? Let me just have that mayonnaise and cheese sandwich, <laughs> you know, <laughs> on, on white bread. <laughs> you know, what the hell? So it's it's a vicious vicious cycle, and yeah, it's it. Sleep is a very a rest, I should say. Re- yes, I think any kind of rest. I think because it's it. And you know, we've we've spoken about this before. But in terms of your mental health, yeah. Like I know when I'm run down from lack of sleep or just sort of on the on the verge of burning out, it's when the hobgoblins and the demons yeah, come out to bro, play. Again, we've talked about it, and you know, and it's important that we keep reminding people. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, you know, that that's no joke. When, when those voices come out, they're very seductive. You know, it's not somebody saying, yeah, you know, you got to do this. It's like, you know, hey. Yeah. Hey, you know, you don't worry about that. Yeah. You know, those just, you know, just go ahead, eat the sandwich. Yeah. The sandwich. Well, or, or worse, it's like, oh, you know, yeah, you're going to lose your job. Yeah, you're going to lose your job, yeah. but it's okay. Yeah. yeah. So you sit in your pajamas all day. <laughs> Eat potato, That's right, eat potato chips. You know you've been always wanted to watch the entire X Files run. <laughs> it's on Netflix until they take it away because you can't pay for That's it. That's right. That's right. Your, your kids are going to be wearing you know tarps and. You know what that voice is? It's that neighborhood drug dealer. That's mm. the you know you ever notice the neighborhood drug dealer was always the smoothest talker, like always like hey yeah I can. First taste free, man. Come yeah. On, you yeah. Know. What might be? Yeah. First taste free. What? It's fun. Everyone's doing it. Yeah. So no, yeah. those those voices, and and when we do talk about health, we are certainly talking about physical health, but really your your mental health is hand in hand with that. Yes. And kind of as a as a as a postscript to something we talked about last year, you know, when I was talking about we were talking about depression and everything, I had seen my GP see about six months ago. Right. And, you know, I scored way off the charts for depression and I'm now on an antidepressant. And I got to tell you guys, if you think you are in a bad place mentally, it's not the kind of thing where you can just say, oh, I'm going to push my way through it. Yeah, you can't cowboy up. You can't cowboy up. And there's no, there's no shame. There's no harm in that. Because I got to tell you, 
this this medicine, it's like low dosage antidepressant. Mm-hmm. It has been a life changer. Yeah. Amazing. I mean, like, I'm not exaggeration, no exaggeration. Literally, the first dose I took, I could already start feeling the difference. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, and I'm seeing a therapist too because the talk therapy is, is useful. And it's not like, oh my God, this is like such a huge inconvenience in my life. You know, I make it work. And mm-hmm. you, you have to you have to get to a place where you sort of make a commitment to whatever your motivation is, whether it's for your family, for yourself, for your kids. Mm-hmm. To go and seek that help because you just can't push your way through it. Absolutely not. You can't. Just like you, I'm, I'm on uh, anti-anxiety pills and it's a lifesaver. It saved my marriage. It saved my relationship with my daughter. Um, it re- it saved my life, mm-hmm. to be perfectly blunt. Um, and the shame, you talked about, you know, there's no shame in it. Mm-hmm. The shame is not taking care of yourself for your family. That's the mm. that's the most important motivator for me is taking care of myself for my family. Maybe not the best motivation because ideally I would want to take care of myself for, for yourself. myself. Right, right. But you know what? Whatever works. Whatever works. I got motivation. I, I look at my kids and I want to stick around because I, you know, they they need their father in their life. So you know that's my motivation. I'm going to use it. But but seriously, guys, you know, think about. You know, and, and nobody's saying, oh, you've got to give up everything. You know, you, I'm saying you got to <laughs> give up everything. Give up everything. The, you know, and everything that you give up, send to me. That's right. P.O. Box. <laughs> that, that's Pedro. That's P.O. Pedro. Box Pedro. Yeah, exactly. P.O. Box Pedro. Yeah, you know, live the, the pure as driven uh, snow uh, lifestyle like, right. like Pedro. Absolutely. You know, as, my fa- as my old man would say, you know, listen, I want you to, you know, clean clean living. You know, no no smoking, no booze, no no women. It's clean, but is it living? Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> thanks, thanks, Dad. Thanks, Dad. But you know the thing is, nobody's saying you have to give up everything at once. Right. You know. So yeah, okay. So one day a week or two days a week, you cheat. You have a you know fudge brownie, an ice cream, whatever. The thing is, it's just not to have it every, every day. day. Exactly. I mean, I was in a place once upon a time where I, you know, I would like just binge on chocolate and peanut butter. Yeah. That was my go-to thing. Yes, indeed. You know, so you just scale back a little bit. You just have to make conscious choices and substitutions for things. Right. And, you know, yeah, in the beginning, it requires a little bit extra effort, a little, a little extra planning, but the benefits over the long haul are enormous. I mean, you will yeah. feel better. And yep. listen, if you can't remember the last time you've been to the doctor for a checkup- Go to the doctor. Go to the doctor. Yeah, go you to know. the doctor, absolutely. I mean, yeah, they're probably going to get on you about, you know, at this age, it might be sugar, it might be cholesterol, it might be because you smoke, you, you're overweight, whatever. But let's be honest, what's the big deal? So the guy tells you or the lady tells you that you got to stop this, you got to stop that. You know this. Right, exactly. Come on, they're exactly. not telling you anything you don't know. Exactly. What, what they're reminding you of is get off your ass and do it. Yeah. You know you shouldn't have that freaking four extra pieces of cake. Right, right. Or, you know. The like, three Oreos stacked on top of right. one another. Yeah. And then just come home, drink a beer, and watch TV. And don't right. do anything. Right. Come on, man. Every Everyone, every guy listening to this show knows. In his heart of hearts. Absolutely. Exactly, yeah. And, and if and, you don't, wake up. Yeah. You know, and here's the other thing, too, is we were talking about symptoms and things like that. Things that we... We tend to ignore, and I was looking at it, doing some some research in, in so far as like cancer symptoms for for guys, and some of these things seem like really sort of self evident. But if there's blood in your pee mm-hmm. or in your in your poop, yep, um, those are big ones. You know, if there's changes in your skin, changes in your lymph nodes, if you have trouble swallowing, yeah. you know, if suddenly your boys are changing, uh, mm-hmm. you know, changing size, shape or getting lumps, like a, uh, heaviness. Hey, hey, go down there, feel around. You know, feel around. You just know, feel around. You know, we'll just, wait. You know, are you, are you looking for change? No, I'm just playing pocket pool. You know, I mean. Hold on. Give him some time. Yeah. Oh, oh I can't play that song. <laughs> hey, feel around on there. Yeah. If you feel a lump, hello. You need a hand? Need oh, hold on. No, that's okay. Okay. I'll take care of my boys. You take care of yours. 
Interestingly, they also describe mouth changes. Mouth changes? Yeah. If you smoke or chew tobacco, you have a higher risk of mouth cancer. Yeah. Weight loss without trying, which that's an interesting yeah, that's one. That's a big one, yeah. Fever, breast changes, mm-hmm. uh, fatigue, cough, pain. I mean, some of these things are going to be things that you might feel in isolation, but you know, if they're persistent, yeah. you get, I mean, look, the bottom line is you got to be in tune to your body. Yeah. And when your body talks, you got to have to listen to it. Right. And I know if I, you know, way back when I, if I wasn't able to walk up the flight of stairs, it was telling me like, yeah, you know, dude, absolutely. you know, it's time. Absolutely. I mean, that was the biggest thing for me. I realized it just punched me right in the neck. I'm like, I'm walking up the train station steps, mm-hmm. two flights of stairs. I thought I was going to die. Yeah. I sincerely thought I was going to die. And you know what? There's a lot of ways that I would like to die, but on the <laughs> platform of an elevated train in New York City is not one of it them. It sort of lacks some dignity. It does indeed. Yeah. yeah. Seriously doesn't. Because you know everyone's going to get pissed off at you because you've just delayed their trip or whatever. <laughs> they have to climb I mean? over exactly. you. Exactly. Exactly. And you know if you if it happens on the train, they're going to get really upset and then somebody's yeah. going to drag you off the train. Right. Then be, uh, yeah, we exactly. have a sick passenger. Right and then everyone there. goes, ugh. <laughs> Ah, I've done it. Yeah. I've done it. I've gotten really upset at people getting sick on the subway. So that's not the way I want to die. No, no. Definitely not the way I want to go. Listen, I'm going to lay this out right now. The last couple of shows we've done, we've been trying to be motivational. Mm -hmm. That's our new shtick. Yeah. Uplifting. We're trying to be uplifting, you know, because we're dealing with this ourselves right now. Absolutely. If we're giving you the male listener, because I know we have a significant number of female listeners and women. Please feel free, ladies, feel free to tell your guys exactly what we're saying. Mm-hmm. We're two normal guys with dad bods just telling try, it like try, it is. Trying to make it happen. Exactly. Just trying to make it happen. Right? So join the ride with us. You know what we should do? What should we do? We should get the entire crew together ah. and throw down a gauntlet. Mm. All of us, all the About Men Radio crew should make a pledge to lose weight and take better care of ourselves. Oh, I like that. I not like just that. not just lose weight, but make sure we go to the doctor. Mm-hmm. Like you know, have like, like a checklist. Like a checklist. Yep. I'm down for that. Ah, uh, excellent, excellent. And then we track our progress on the blog, which I take care of all by myself. Uh, in- incredibly in- so. I, I, yeah. I do all masterfully. The Absolutely, masterfully. No, seriously. No, that's a great idea. We should do that. And we, we should get do- Silvio. We get we'll get Father Coach John. Silvio, Father John. We'll get Super Dad Rich. <laughs> yep. Right. All of us, we get together. And we will we will be a beacon of inspiration or, well, or something. Or something. Something, you know. Exactly. And, and in a year's time, we'll have the About Men Radio calendar. Right. The, the pinup calendar. Exactly. Yeah. The pinup calendar. All of us. <laughs> <laughs> the sexy men of About Men Radio. There you go. So we'll men, hire somebody. <laughs> we'll hire a couple of guys <laughs> and they'll put our head on their bodies. <laughs> it was super, oh, hello, yeah. Photoshop. Hello, Photoshop. <laughs> No, seriously, that's what we should do. That's what, that's what we need to do. Yeah, if the guys are listening to this episode, you know what's coming. Yeah, it's coming. Yeah, the it's gauntlet, coming. The gauntlet the is gauntlet coming. The gauntlet has been thrown yeah, down. Right up your bunghole. Yeah, right. <laughs> right up the bunghole. All right, well, so, I, I think we've uh, chastised people enough. I think we have. But hopefully, no, seriously, hopefully we've inspired you and given you something to think about. Yeah, you know what? I like this. They listen into our little secret conversations. Mm-hmm. They should join in. Just come yeah, on in. Yeah, tell yeah. Us, you know, tell us what you're what you're experiencing. Tell us what you guys are doing to lose weight. Yeah, what's your success shape. story? What's yeah. your success story? Tell us what you've done. Tell us what you hope to do. If you want to join us on the About Men Radio uh, Health Challenge, mm-hmm. come on down. Yeah, yeah that'd join be, us. That'd be great. We're gonna we're gonna post rules and regulations. That's right. And we're gonna watch. <laughs> 
We're going to watch Father John like a hawk. <laughs> my money's on him tapping out first. Now, you, see, you know my theory about this, and I've adopted this from you, that, that, that John's just going to outlive us oh, all. Oh, he's going to outlive us all. He's gonna be, the, the cigarette's going to be dangling from his lips, the he's ash falling be, into our caskets. He's going to be eating a slice of pepperoni pizza. <laughs> the oil dripping. Oil dripping into our caskets and smoking a cigarette. <laughs> That's what's going to work. Yeah. And I got gonna, your longevity yeah, right here. Exactly. Going to 106, <laughs> one leg, five fingers missing, <laughs> maybe a tooth or two gone, but he's still kicking. That heart's still beating. <laughs> I think Chris. Oh my God. Him. I'm, I'm, I'm going to kill over here. All right. I guess we should go. Okay, folks. Folks. Uh, follow us on. Uh, you can find us on Facebook, aboutmenradio.com, yes. aboutmenshow.com, right. and you can write us at amr at aboutmenshow.com. Nice. So I thank you very much for listening. You've been a terrific audience. No. No, no. they haven't? Again, been? with the terrific audience. I've been very nice, and I haven't called people on that, but you've been thanking the audience. This is a Sesame Street. This is the kinder, gentler of oh, show. It's supposed true. to be until I drop the F bomb. Yeah, <laughs> <fun that. laughs> All right. Well, anyway, that notwithstanding, thanks very much for listening. God bless. Yeah.